You are now listening to Las Reinas del Chisme. Hosted by Dania, Violeta, and Debbie. Where chisme ain't the only thing we talk about. No, it ain't. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. As you know, I'm Dania. I'm Debbie. I'm Violeta. And like usual, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to jump into the drink of the episode. And V is going to go ahead and let you guys know what we're drinking on. <laughs> yeah. So this episode, we are drinking something called a winter sea breeze. And you know, we're still in winter in case yes, you guys are wondering. So don't come for us. And, <laughs> you know, we got that breeze too with our weight loss. Our chonies are just like flowing with <laughs> lost weight at this point. <laughs> um, so what we used was one ounce of gin. One ounce of grapefruit juice, half an ounce of tonic syrup, two ounces of soda water, pomegranate seeds, and mint leaves. And honestly, this drink is hella good. It's refreshing, refreshing, actually. Yeah, it was really, really fucking good. Yeah. Honestly. And I feel like, I don't know why I always have to say, like, me and we didn't drink. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they're like, yes, bitch, we know. (laughs) We know you're pregnant. Well, I don't want anybody thinking that, like, I actually am, like, drinking. No. But, but okay, I just noticed, I noticed today, because I have been seeing the, I mean, Dania, like, we kind of go, like, a week without uh-huh. seeing each other, and she's showing now. I and know. it's, like, so cute. I just want to grab I'm actually coming. wearing a maternity shirt, so it's, like, more obvious. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm waiting for, like, someone at work to be, like, because some people don't know, because uh-huh. it's, like, I usually just wear, like, bigger clothes in general. Like, you know, not that I'm hiding it, but... Anyway, so I'm waiting for someone to be like, you're pregnant. So I could be like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Even like, though I would feel hella uncomfortable yeah. if somebody pranked me like that. But it would just be funny. I gotta <laughs> do it to waiting. one person. So I'm waiting for my victim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we also wanted to talk about, you know, as everyone probably already knows about the wildfires right now going on in Australia. Um, and just how it is affecting everybody, literally, um, the land, the animals, the people, everything. It's so sad. Yeah. I I keep seeing like people going back and like trying to save the animals and stuff. And it's just, uh, like, I wish, I mean, there is things we can do. We can donate. We, uh, um, we're going to go ahead and post a link to go ahead and, um, see where you can donate. And, you know, a little bit goes a long ways and it's the thought that counts, even if it's a dollar, two dollars, you know, anything mm-hmm. that you can go ahead and donate. I think that's a good idea to go ahead and do that because, you know, like I think we were talking about it earlier about the backlash that like Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner was receiving, yeah. right? Because of the Louis Vuitton. Yeah, she was wearing like Louis Vuitton slides and people had came for her about, you know, about why she's posting that with all the animals like dying in Australia and all the land fires and all that. And so she like donated a million dollars. And so that's kind of something that Danya had talked about was about the conversation of people saying, well, now we're trying to do all these things, but what are we doing to prevent, to prevent it or like to prevent the fires and stuff? Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, all of those things could be prevented. I mean, I don't know. I personally don't know how the fire started. Like I need to do my research and stuff, but it just, it's still our, like our land yes. and it mm-hmm. sucks because of like all of the air pollution like it's going to just because we it's like not even close to us it's we some people might think that it's oh well it's just over there it's not gonna happen you mm-hmm. know and honestly i feel like mother nature is just fucking pissed off at us because everything that's fucking going on you know mm-hmm. yeah especially with like the um what was it a um earthquake in puerto rico yeah, yeah right it's like what else i'm just waiting yeah, for fucking it's scary and it's like unfortunately a lot of people do 
have that mentality that, you know, things aren't affecting you and it's not happening. You're not directly impacted, but it's like, we really are. We all share the same planet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like what people, a lot of people are saying is like, we don't focus enough on prevention. And the thing is, it's not like, which is still sad, you know, any type of devastating thing like that, but like, say like a building burns down or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like, you can repair, you can rebuild it, but it's like how much time would have to pass by for us to basically make up for the damages that the fires have caused, like all the animals that have died, like all the areas that are impacted, yeah. like plants yeah. don't grow that yeah, fast. No, like, they saying that like a tree for it to get as big as it was like in the Amazon with the Amazon fires, mm-hmm. it would take like probably hundreds of years. Uh-huh. So it's like, imagine that shit. Like, like we can't yeah. speed that up. We yeah, can't we use can. GMOs for that shit. Yeah, no, we can't. Yeah. So, so, so we're going to definitely post that link up. Um, So everyone. Yeah. We just wanted to give that a little bit of attention, you know, and mm-hmm. basically just, we should all be aware and see what we can do to help out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any change is better than no change. Exactly. And so we also wanted to introduce one of our first segments, we had kind of mentioned this last episode that we wanted to, again, move away a little bit from the <laughs> roses and thorns each video and talk about like a segment that might come up. Each podcast. Each podcast <laughs> episode. Yeah. So um, one of our first segments is called SOC. And what that segment is about is kind of just talking about like you're really proud of like something that's going on, like your culture, like around the world or in your community. That's like a positive impact. You know, like when your thesis are like, SOC, like, you know, when you hit that goal or whatever in soccer. So um, Debbie has a little segment that has to go with that. So, yeah. So one of our followers and our listeners actually sent me a message um, and she stated that they're going. She's actually organizing a dance, a dance party to raise funds for DACA applicants. So in the midst of hate, separation of families and increased fees for legal applications, there is hope. And we should all come together um, as friends, family, and community to support each other. So the dance party is actually going to be at Fuse Bar in Portland. Um, it's going to be made like uh, with Proceed Entertainment and DJ Denver and D- DJ Proceed. And so there's a $10 cover um, and raffle prices. And that's going to be on February 16th. And it's going to be from 9.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Oregon DACA Coalition and Fuse Bar are the ones putting. Yeah, so get your get your tacones ready. (laughs) Grab your boots. Grab your homegirls because it's Valentine's Day weekend. So if you didn't have plans, now Mm -hmm. you do. Well, I guess I'll be going there. (laughs) (laughs) So if you see me, say hi. (laughs) Yeah. So this is definitely like a good SOC moment because this is something that is going to not just impact the people in our community, but also Mm -hmm. help awareness. Um, you know. A lot of people of you go out to bars and stuff. So it's like just going to support that ten dollars mm-hmm. will definitely help. So yeah, yeah, and we're actually I'll we'll post also the yeah, the, we'll share it on the our flyer. Instagram. Uh-huh. Yep. So you guys have the details. So and it's true, like a lot of you want to be all in the this mother already. So might as well <laughs> have your ten dollars go to like good use, you know? Mm-hmm. So um yeah, that was our first little segment. And then our second segment, which I'm sure we will actually be sharing a lot for this segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> and this segment is called Mommy Bullshit. So I feel like I just heard a baby crying in the background. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so basically on this segment, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to talk about like just experiences with motherhood. I mean, I feel like as soon as you get pregnant, you just like mm-hmm. get initiated into that. So if you think like I'm not a mom yet, like 
Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about, yeah, like just experiences like good stuff, like the bad stuff, like the, all in between everything stuff that makes you want to pull your hairs mm-hmm. out, your pubes out. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that would be for me because my fucking pelitos. <laughs> Debbie doesn't have pelitos <laughs> on her head to spare. So just. <laughs> my fucking armpit hairs. Say shout out to my waxer though. <laughs> um, okay, so who wants to start? I think we all had something to add to this. Segment, yeah, so I can go first. So okay. my mommy bullshit moment of this episode is we're actually in the process of like potty training our son. Ugh. So he's wearing like pull ups at night, and during the day we're trying to keep him like in chonies or whatever. And so he's been really good at like saying when he needs to go to the bathroom, but there's like some days where he's like terrified of the toilet. And there's been actually times where he's like, he actually tries like going by himself and like standing up peeing and then ends up like everywhere. So that stresses me out. (laughs) And um, so it's just about being consistent because there's been like a lot of times that I'm like potty training him and then there's too many accidents. I'm like, nah, like you're not ready. Well, anyway, so <laughs> me every fucking day. But he's really like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> like a few days ago, he had gone to the bathroom. And so we're like, yeah, good job. And then I'm like, like two minutes later, I, I see him like come inside the room and he's just like staring at me like behind like the toy <laughs> box. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, do you need to go caca? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I just started doing what I was doing. And then I saw him, like, his face, like, he was so scared because every time, like, he goes to the bathroom, I'm always like, you're going to take a shower. Like, so now he's, like, kind of oh, scared. You like the shower? Like, because well, he knows that means that, like, uh, yeah. Uh, and so then, yeah. So whatever. So all of a sudden, like, I grab him and literally he, like, had gone number two and it was, like, a runny number two. So it was, like, in his pants. <laughs> So I like grab him up really fast and I'm like, don't be going potty in your pants. And I took him to the bathroom and I like took his pants off. And then like the like the big turd ball had like came out of his pants. And then Nebeo was like, ah, like started screaming and like being dramatic. Yeah. And then I, I took his clothes off. It was just all over his legs. And it was just like, and then I started gagging because like the smell, like, and it was just so much. But like all you moms that have boys that potty train, like, you know how difficult it is compared to girls that like just sit and like they get it down right away. And it's like, I'm just so overwhelmed that I'm like, do I need to hire a nanny for this specific task? Cause Dude, I just oh cannot. I didn't even think about that, but it's true. Cause girls, it's like, they're going to sit down every time. And mm-hmm. for boys, it probably makes them more challenging and confusing Dude. that it's like, sometimes they stand, sometimes they sit. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to potty train Kaiki to sit every time. And then when he's a little bit older, I'll teach him. Yeah. How well, to we teach him up. to sit, but he sees like the boys oh, stand yeah. up. So he likes to stand up. And then he even like does a thing where like he shakes his thing, which is so funny because it's like guys do that, you know, because they don't wipe. So he like literally does and he gets all into it. And it's just like, like that's so his funny. favorite part. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, oh girl. Gosh. So yeah. let, let's see your fingernails. be. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I'm like wanting to start it. But honestly, like that's the reason why I'm yeah. like dreading And people it. keep telling me, like, get them the little potties that you put on the side of the toilet. Yeah, but I'm like, what I got. so like, I don't know, like certain clean things that gross oh, me yeah. out so it's like the fact that it's like sitting there and it's like you have to dump it and like rinse yeah. it out that grosses oh, no, me no, out no. there's the thing where you literally it's you put on top of the toilet like oh yeah it's just like a small yeah, uh-huh. yeah 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 that's what i got i have both of them but i just like i hate having to like i literally had him like sit there while i'm like pretending to go uh-huh. and so he's like they're like mommy caca then he's like like, <laughs> like all into, like the white chicks which she's like grabbing the handle <laughs> You know, because she had the flu, so. <laughs> Wait, you don't have the runs when you got the flu. I don't hey, know. we don't know what strain you got, girl. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, let me go with you, mommy. Uh, okay, mommy, so you? mine are like obviously like not related to my child being born yet. But um, one of the things that I found in this like just shit that it's like, why do I care or stress out? Like, why do moms actually care or stress out about these things? Like, I feel like it's fairly recent to do like the whole gender reveal thing, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like our parents didn't do that. Like, yeah. you know, that wasn't a thing back then. But it's like, I feel like I was stressed out about that. And I don't think I shared huh, what I did. No, no. Mm-hmm. So we found out like a week right before Christmas and our doctor had actually been like, oh, this is perfect. You can just like print out the card or print out a result and just don't buy nobody presents and just give everybody <laughs> the card, you know? And I'm like, you might be onto something, doctor. And so then what we did is like, we found out like on a week, well, we didn't find out. We got the result in an envelope and then we did... um like a little smoke bomb thing mm-hmm. so my sister knew and then like we were gonna take pictures so rj and i basically found out on our own like taking the pictures and like i said i'm having a girl and then we made the cards but then i was all stressed out like i only had one day to print the cards before like christmas eve and that's when i was gonna give it to my family and i'm like where should i print them from like then i like printed them and i thought cardstock was gonna be like <laughs> better quality mm. because it was more expensive and then i was just like we should have done the glossy and i'm like so i almost wanted to just redo the whole thing and i was like no we don't have time but it's like you know like just shit like that because i don't want to host anything like i just didn't want to have to deal with like a whole fucking event yeah like that was good and then now i feel like having to pick a name Mm. is so stressful because i'm like what does it mean like how are we gonna spell it like can your parents pronounce and you know like in the mexican community you have to practice your kids name like in spanish too like to see how it sounds (laughs) i know just because there's certain names that i'm like oh that name's cute and then i'm like how would that translate or how would like somebody say it in spanish and then Mm -hmm. it's like if it just sounds completely off then no but it's like i don't necessarily want it to be like a super like traditional mexican name or anything like that huh oh no juanita (laughs) i was like juan (laughs) I'm like, huh? <laughs> so yeah, but that's kind of that's been that's our little struggle right now. We have like a couple contenders, but I was thinking, I'm like, maybe I should like open it up to our listeners to like bring in suggestions, and if I end up picking some a name that somebody suggests, like I should give them a prize. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you not know? a thousand dollar giveaway. <laughs> no, it's not. Maybe it's just hanging out with me. You get to be in the labor room, so start thinking of names. <laughs> You get to hold the other leg. <laughs> Fuck that. No. Uh, um, but yeah, that was mine. And I think Debbie has one stressful. too. Because I remember that and I'm like, ugh. Finding, like the yeah. name was like a fight. And I was like, fuck it. I'm pushing him out. There's like no I'm pretty set on the middle name, but now it's just like I need to think. Cause I'm are like, you going to announce it or are you going to like tell I people? I probably you- will like closer to like our baby shower. Mm. Like I just have time. I don't know when that is either. Like that'll be something I'll talk about in the future. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So. So for me, so lately I've been hella stressed just because I've been working late. I have a lot of, I had a lot of shit to get done. Um, and so I've been, I was coming home like at seven o'clock at night. No, I was leaving work at like seven o'clock at night and getting home around eight. And so by the time, like I settled down and everything, like, I mean the baby, like, you know how it is when like the babies come and like see you and they want to be all over you. Well, Kaikis had been wanting to go to sleep, but he has been taking like three hour naps and hasn't been waking up until like eight. And that's usually like, he usually is up by like seven. Yeah. And so- he wakes up in the middle. We go to sleep. He wakes up in the middle of the night. And I'm, mind you, I'm trying to wake up early so I can go to the gym so I can, like, 
fucking keep my pelito. And <laughs> he wakes up at like one o'clock in the morning talking about how he fucking wants fun. <laughs> it's literally like fun. He wants a midnight snack. Yeah. And I'm like, same Kaiki, same. <laughs> no, there's no fun. Like, we're going to bed. He's like, phone, phone. Because I was telling the girls that like I got him like a V Tech. I'm not really big on getting him like, you know, toys, but like I got him this we like <laughs> V Tech like phone. And so he fucking got it. And he like loves it. And so he pretends he's like watching Netflix on it when it's only like a dog jumping. Oh my God. <laughs> but so he wanted the phone so he can like pretend to check it or something. I don't fucking know. And I'm just like, here's your fucking phone. Like, let me go to sleep. And like, I don't know how it happened. He ended up going to sleep until like maybe 2.30. And I had to be up by like 5. Fuck. So I was like, oh my God. So yeah. So pray for me. Hopefully tonight he lets me sleep because... Just don't let him take naps and longer wake him I up. I told my and, sister. Yeah, I was like, he should be taking I was like, naps don't. Early, like early. I was like, don't let him nap. <laughs> I guess he woke up, was talking to her, and then like all of a sudden he went quiet and she turns around. And he's back to sleep. To sleep. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, Why that's don't you do this I at night? Right yeah. <laughs> but yeah, got, so that's mine. He's got to get his naps in. He's yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do say that when they sleep, they their yeah. mind develops right that's my excuse right now i'm growing (laughs) (laughs) this baby (laughs) um okay so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna move into our topic our main topic of the episode which was tied around um how we measure success just in like a bunch of different areas of our lives i guess Mm -hmm. and um i guess before we jump into that we should talk about um what people responded to our question we asked on our instagram and our Instagram is underscore Reinas del Chisme. Yes, Go follow us is. if you're not. Um, and we posted a question asking, like, how do you measure success, right? Yes. Um, and then we also wanted to mention that if I know the question only is on there for like 24 hours. But if you want to respond after, like, we're going to go ahead and we're going to put the question as one of our highlights under the Q&A highlight. Mm-hmm. So you can respond to us later. Obviously, you won't be able to respond in the same way, but you can still write us a message um because i know sometimes like people run out of time or whatever yeah i don't know if there's a character limit or whatever but if you want to write something longer you can go ahead and do that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so who wants to talk about the answers that we got we got some we got a few responses but we're only going to pick a few just for the sake of time yeah Mm -hmm. so our question for this week was how do you measure success in your life so it was a broad question it wasn't pertaining to like a specific topic like family yourself whatever so we did get like a different variety of answers. And as Danya had mentioned, we're only going to kind of list a few. Um, so some of the few that people said was evaluating how happy I am with my career myself. And people said a lot of people had brought up happiness with themselves, which I feel like that is a really a common one. answer mm-hmm. and a good answer. And somebody had said about um, balancing mental health and mental illness, which, again, that's a lot of like self-love. Mm-hmm. something we really need <laughs> yeah 2020 that's yeah. what we're striving for and also another one that we can talk about is people saying by achievements um which this kind of ties into like our actual topic this week um which we'll actually talk about saying our own particular answers to what it means to each of us so mm-hmm. if you whoever wants to like talk about it first or because I know all our answers are probably similar but different. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess that for me, 
I mean, everybody interprets a question different because it's like I I would tie it to like a lot of different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that at the end, I I think the way that I would measure success that I could say that I'm happy that I'm successful, like I could be good right now is if I had an amazing job that I loved that paid me good. (laughs) And then also about having a house like that's my house. And then um, being able to be healthy. And my kids grow kids because, you know, we're talking about future (laughs) Um, growing up and being happy, healthy and thriving Mm -hmm. in whatever, you know, whatever that means to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I was being like really simplistic and not getting like too deep. Mm hmm. I don't know, like when I read the question, maybe because it rhymes, but it's like when they're like, oh, how do you measure success? Like I would almost want to say like less stress and more sex. Yeah, you know what I mean, like because I just feel like yeah. you have both. You're like in a happy place. Yeah, um, that's true. But wait, you were the dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but I guess like the reason why I was thinking about like having like a really low stress level is just because, for example, like if your stress level is low, you tend to be pretty content with what you're at w- with where you're at, whether it's like tied to your job, mm-hmm. whether it's tied to your family, whether it's tied to like your financial like circumstances and stuff like that, you know, cause mm-hmm. I feel like I can't, I don't know. Like I'd have to think about mm-hmm. specifically, I can't pick one thing that would yeah, tell me like that would be like my main mm-hmm. goal, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> I'm over here like all yawning. Um, <laughs> wow, I bordered it then. <laughs> um, so what I guess success would mean to me was is like achieving like a desired vision or like a goal you have pertaining to like a specific aspect in your life. So like for me, Debbie had kind of said like what an ideal success would be in your life right now, what you said about a job and a house. So for me, it's a little bit different just because like as some of you guys have probably picked up, like I'm all over the place, like. I have so many different goals and like all these things, but I had kind of wrote that down that like at this like point in my life, like even though I'm satisfied with like my job and like some aspects of my life, I don't feel successful because I've noticed that every time I have a goal, like something happens in my life where then I'm just like, I fail at that goal. So then I just already just feel unsuccessful or I just stop aiming towards something like if that makes sense, like, so I get discouraged. Yeah. And so I guess it's just, I'm never satisfied with where I'm at in life. So I just feel like I never feel successful because even though I make a goal, I don't, I guess it's also about making a smart goal to be successful. Yeah. Cause sometimes I feel like I say things that are unrealistic mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, mm, next year or mm, <laughs> next month, and you know, tied to what you're saying. I think like, you feeling like you're not successful has a lot to do with the fact that we're all in our 20s mm-hmm. and you're not going to be fully content because you know that you there's still so much room for you to grow. Yeah. And it's like you can have this job, but you can also get another job where you get paid more. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can also be fine with where you're living, but now you're you can strive for a bigger house. Yeah. You could strive for a better car. You could strive for like all of those things. And so I think that that's why it's like being in our 20s, we don't feel as successful as we could be because we're still just trying to keep advancing and going forward. Mm-hmm. And we have so much pressure on ourselves to like accomplish all these things and all this time because it's true. Like we, you know, we'll get more into that, but it's like we just feel like we have to continue, be, yeah. continuously be moving mm-hmm. up. Yeah. 
I think like and going maybe we're like we're jumping up and down, but like I think that what you just said has a lot to do with like society and comparing ourselves to like other people. Yeah. And like I'm I mean it could be clear like what we like we just said it ourselves like we have a different definition for success of what it means to us personally but some people measure success by like you know I want to like own a Benz and have a Louis Vuitton and be able to go to Bali and and yeah that might be something for you you know but it's like why are we why are we thinking like that is it because of like all the influencers and like all the social media that's putting false like expectations of saying like this is what it means to be successful if you don't have that fucking gucci slides you ain't it yeah Yeah. if you don't got that body you ain't bomb you ain't popping yeah you know and so it's like to me it's like i try to not really look like we were just actually talking about like you know we were watching this like video and i was all (laughs) fucking butthurt because this bitch was all up on my mans but i ain't gonna mention any names but (laughs) like i was like fuck you know like is it because i don't got a bbl but it's like okay yeah you know it's 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 comparing like our success because i feel like think about it like somebody who's in a different lifestyle different part of the country theirs might be literally just having a gallon of clean water they're yeah. successful for the day, having food on their table. And it's also comparing, um, which is kind of like something that we were going to talk about was asking the question, like, does having a degree mean that you are successful? I feel like for me, that's a big part of like me comparing myself to others and not mm-hmm. being successful. Cause you know, majority of like my friends that I grew up with all went to college or all mm-hmm. basically at a career job. And I'm kind of like, there's different aspects of my life where I could say like, I might be at a better point than they are, but you know, I just feel like it's not necessarily the degree itself, but also like the, the person, once they have like a degree, I feel like the person's always trying to be like above their degree, like to keep moving forward in their job or their career, like the ladder. And I feel like with me, it's like my little steps might be to like do a course in college or like to better my skills and like a specific part of my career. So, I mean, well, if you were to ask me, I don't think a degree really means you're successful because any motherfucker can go to fucking school and not learn shit. Yeah. And they can literally, you're literally paying. You all have to pass the fucking classes with D's, get a fucking degree. C's get degrees. Is it C's or is it D's? I thought it was D's. I, I was know. passing with like There's a lot of classes you had <laughs> yeah. to you had to get a C yeah, above. But so. but my point is is that you can literally do the bare minimum as long as you get the grades and mm-hmm. you get in. And, and yeah, you get your fucking degree and, and it's, I, I've seen a lot of people that don't have degrees and still be, be better mm-hmm. in life, like be in a better position than I am with a fucking degree and in debt because yeah. of my, and yeah. we've talked about before, like, it's not what, you know, it's, it's who, who, you know, know. Mm-hmm. but, um, I, I don't know, like, see, for me, like, getting my degree did give me success in the moment that I was, like, something that I was working towards, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, like, the degree itself and waving the paper around doesn't do anything for me. It's what am I going to do now that I have it? Yeah. So, it, it you know, it gave me success, like I said, temporary success in the fact that, like, I worked for it and I finally accomplished it and I was able to have something that proved that I did it. But then that wasn't enough to say I'm successful in life. Yeah. And now it's like, like what V was saying, like when people have a degree, you know, it's like always kind of trying to advance. And it's like, yeah, because you want to use that as a tool to keep advancing in life. But it's not 
you don't use it as a tool to like say what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it matters. Like if anybody like doesn't have a degree or sometimes like college ain't for everybody, like that doesn't mean that you are set up to fail or that you're not set up to be someone or, mm-hmm. you know, accomplish things. It's yeah. just. It's just like honestly pushing yourself. Yeah. To get to that level because, um, you know, how you guys have said, like, sometimes you may know somebody that gets you into a job, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's, like, really hard work that somebody's, like, to get to that position. And so I feel like it's, like, good not to compare ourselves to, like... Yeah. And it's, like, the work ethic, too, because mm-hmm. we don't know what that person did to, like, hustle their way to get to the point where they're at. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, their journey is different than my journey than it is with you two, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like... it. it I guess at the end of the day, it just matters like how hard you work for your shit, like how hard, how bad do you want it? And it's like, I'm, I like to push myself and like get, do things better and like do a lot of things. And yeah, some people might be like, well, she's biting off more than what she can chew. But it's like, at the end of the day, I'm working on my shit for me, for my son and to like be where I want, where I be, be where I wasn't last year, mm-hmm. you know, be somewhere better. Yeah. And so. And I think something to mention, too, like about the comparison stuff, I don't necessarily always think it's society trying to, like, set us up to compare each other. It's like we think that, like, you know, I like say that you have something and then it's like, do I really want that because it's going to give me success or just because I want to be able to, like, say I got it, say I got it and I could do what you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, is that bag really going to do nothing for me? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Since I'm mentioning that about like, you know, materialistic things, I feel like one of the biggest or the biggest problems is that we associate success with just materialistic things. And I feel like one of my goals actually for the year is just to be able to do more, like focus more on like gaining experiences than it is on like gaining like material shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that would in the end just give me more satisfaction. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I get you. Like, it's, like, when you see people with, like, a Louis Vuitton, like, I mean, I, like, I'm, and I'm really fucking guilty about doing this. Like, when I see someone with a Louis Vuitton, and I'm, like, oh, that bitch, like, is rich or some shit, you know? Or, like. Her daddy gave her a Yeah, or something. And we don't know which daddy. (laughs) (laughs) When she's fucking the one that made her, you know? Like, I don't know. But it's, like, and I, and I need it, because for all we know, like, they could have gotten it as a present. Yeah. Or something like that Mm -hmm. and it's like to me it's like yeah I want that fucking Louis Vuitton you know but is that really gonna measure my success like or am I gonna have a fucking just Louis Vuitton that I'm gonna be using all the fucking time yeah you know I don't know and it's just different too because I don't like really buy like huge big yeah and I'm not really a big brain name brand (laughs) brand name first well it's because it's like for example do I want one fucking thousand dollar purse that I'm gonna wear all the time and then be wearing like 20 bucks clothes. in your wallet like my outfit costs 20 dollars <laughs> and my bag's a thousand dollars but it's like that's the only bag i have like, yeah it's like no i, I mean and again there's no shame of like listeners yeah, yeah, that yeah, may yeah. be carrying a louis vuitton right now and you're like in a honda civic in 1995 like no shame <laughs> but like you know like i feel like we've all been at that point in our lives where it's like we see people and we're just like damn what what's their job or but sometimes that can just be motivating like you know, That's I mean, true. I'm not materialistic either, but like seeing people like go on trips and shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, like, how did you, no, for, like, I four like big that trips? Like, that. I actually like yeah. that you said that about motivating, like, instead of comparing ourselves and beating ourselves 
because it's part of our human nature. We are going to compare ourselves like as much as we try not to. Mm -hmm. But instead of focusing on like, man, like I'm not where they're at and like feeling envious and like competition. It's like, let that push you. Like if it, if that trip or that item is really something you want, what do you got to do to get it? Like yeah. instead of beating yourself up for not being the same as that person. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So. Damn. Damn. So if you I see me with a Louis Vuitton bag, it's because I fucking earned it. <laughs> with daddy or no daddy? <laughs> with no daddy. <laughs> I'm my daddy. Um. No, and then, Debbie, you want to talk about, like, just goals and, like, our timeline? You know, everybody. Oh, yeah. So, I just feel like everybody, like, we, again, met, talking about, like, comparing ourselves to other people. Um, We shouldn't do that because everyone is in a different timeline than, like, Dania and V are in a different timeline than me. And, you know, like, like for example, if someone buys a house, right, but it took them five years to get it and it took me two years their journey is different but that's still a success yeah that's still something that it should be praised and not be like well how long did it take you mm-hmm. you know like yeah. and it's it sucks because that's how I feel like instead of like I had noted I had seen this thing on I think it was twi- Twitter where they were saying like that for the 30 under 30 so every year they put um, 30 people, I think, that got at the top of, like, the richest people and they're under 30. But it's, like, instead of measuring success with money, why don't we see it in other, other ways? ways and, like, with older people too? Mm-hmm. Because I think, unfortunately, it just comes down to the fact that money is something that's, like, a fact. Like, it's a fact. You have a million dollars in the bank. It's mm-hmm. a fact. But it's like if you measure success in other ways, like happiness, well, your definition of happiness is going to be different than my definition mm-hmm. of happiness. If you measure it on like family, like what what's considered having a successful family, like everybody's different. So I feel like, unfortunately, that's yeah. why there's so much focus on material shit and wealth, because that's something that you can easily prove by saying this is how much I got in the bank. This is how much I have in assets. This is how you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. This is how much I earn. Yeah. But a lot of the other things are things that you maybe can measure in certain ways, but then everybody would have to agree to the way that that's measured for yeah. it to make sense. And it also does say that like every all the prices increase every fucking years for Inflation. everything. So it's like, fuck, like how much money, how much are you making? Like, is it worth, is your job worth it? Kind of a thing. Like, well, if I'm happy there, yeah. but is it, are you going to settle for like again, like, are you mm-hmm. gonna settle for that shit? You know, and I feel like that's that. It's kind of like I could say like I'm in that situation now because it's like with everything that's happened in the past. Like I do have a goal of like buying a house, and there was like a point where it's like I wanted to move my jobs because of like I felt like I deserved more pay, like my like worth ethic and like things that I know was worth more than I'm getting paid. Not that it's like shitty, but. But then I started thinking, like, okay, if I have a goal to buy a house, like, I can't move a job because that's just going to set me back a little bit longer because you have to have, like, a certain amount of time at your job. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, sometimes you have to make adjustments and struggle for a little bit. And so I feel like also talking about your success is good and motivating to other people. You know, like, for your friends. Like, I feel like we talk a lot about, like, things that are going on with, like, our job or, like, our plans. And we always, like, either give advice or, like, just kind of like um 
hype each other up hype each other up or like have positive things to say Mm because it's always like good to have like a refresher for people for you to feel like you're going in the right direction um, direction. yeah and that's good like definitely when you're when things happen to your friends that you should be happy for them like if you're truly friends with them (laughs) if you're truly (laughs) um wait for the 16th debbie we'll pop bottles with them (laughs) Um, if you're truly friends with someone and you truly care about someone you always want good positive things for them so you should always hype up your friends you should always celebrate each other's accomplishments Mm -hmm. and not no accomplishment is too small yeah that like isn't it isn't worth celebrating you know because it's like you got a raise or whatever breaking up with your boyfriend that's a piece of shit you know (laughs) celebrate that shit (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, yeah different things and i think it's good to have those like core people that you can can go to and like them not think like oh this bitch is rubbing it in our faces you know because it sucks because i've i've known people who've had like quote-unquote friends that are like that then it's like bitch like instead of being happy for me like you're kind of like but sucking it out of me like that because it's like say something good happens to me if i come at you in a way where i'm trying to one-up you like v says oh i just bought a house it's like a two-bedroom and then i'm like oh, I just bought a house. It's a three bedroom. It's like, that's different. Mm-hmm. But me being like try- trying to celebrate that I got a house too, like wouldn't be anything that you should be upset about. Yeah. But it's like also how you come about it, like be humble with your successes, yeah. I guess. But your friends will <laughs> definitely support you. Like, because also if they're, if you're really friends, you won't come at somebody trying to brag. Yeah. You're course. just yeah. going to celebrate. You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. let's just focus on that. Yeah. <laughs> And so we also wanted to ask, like, what does success mean? To, um, we kind of had touch base about the side about what does success mean to us, but how did we see it growing up? You know, because in every different household, it's different. Like, if you yeah. thought your parents were successful or not. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, for me, growing up, my dad would always be like, "Well, I'm just gonna stop working, and then the fucking we're gonna sell the house, and then we're gonna go." Um, live in an apartment because y'all can like keep this house clean and blah, 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 like all this bullshit. Right. And so then growing up, he kind of ingrained this idea that being kind of being successful meant having your own home. And, Mm -hmm. and like, so when we, when I moved out and we got an apartment, my dad was just kind of like, not talking shit, but he was like, well, y'all are going to be just spent like throwing money away, you know, because we're, I mm-hmm. do feel like a lot of traditional um, parents, I guess, do have that idea or even like mm-hmm. a lot of people have it in their head that like rent is wasted money. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is it though for your sanity? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. But I and so I grew up with that mentality, with that idea of like, fuck, in order to be successful, like I have to buy a house. Not that I wouldn't live in an apartment. Yeah. Or in a condo or whatever. Like, I would definitely invest money in that, you know? But it's Or, like, a duplex or stuff. Because there's a lot of fucking things that you can do. But it's, like, daddy, Pressure. like, there's still, like, it's a fucking home, you know? I'm out of your house, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, like. Yeah, I guess maybe, like, focusing not so much on it being a house, but just, like, being something, like, a property that's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it's a tiny home. <laughs> <laughs> on my puppy's lawn. <laughs> In the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think growing up for me, like, it wasn't necessarily focused. Like, see, I, I feel like my parents had goals for me. Like, you know, it was important for my parents that I did good in school and that, like, I had good grades. 
But a lot of it also was just like, I like school and I was like good at it. So it's like, I would do it for myself, but also because I know it was important to my parents. Yeah. But I think like what I, how I measured, how I learned to measure success because of seeing how my parents were, was just being like independent, learning to be independent and self-sufficient because I am blessed to say that like, you know, we didn't come where it's like I had hella money and like my dad would buy me whatever I wanted, but anything that I needed and whenever possible, anything that I did want, like I would get it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like having that idea of like being able to provide for yourself, I guess that that was kind of like my main thing that I took away from my parents, I guess. It's just like being Mm self-sufficient, being able to take care of myself, being able to provide for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, like, it it makes sense because, I mean, my parents, when they came here, you know, they came with nothing. And then now, like, they're not, we're not wealthy, but, you know, they, they are way better than they were back then when they had nothing. And mm-hmm. if, and I guess they ingrained this seed in me that it's like, if they can come to another country with like little to no money and be able to get to where they're at, then I can do much more because Mm -hmm. of that you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and that makes sense so for me it's kind of like a little bit similar so mine kind of is like like a teeter-totter like my parents like um parented me the same and stuff but like for my mom like for probably like what six seven years of like my childhood my mom was working towards like a degree so she would literally be going to work going home she wouldn't get home till like 10 o'clock at night and so as like a little kid, that's what pushed me was I felt like I wanted to be just like my mom. Like mm-hmm. I had to be a had of a degree because that was something I was really proud of my mom for growing up. Like, you know, in class when I would ask the paper, like, what's your parents' biggest or highest like education? Mm-hmm. You know, I would be able to put like a degree and most people would only put like a GED or like in my High dad's case, it would only be like middle school. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like, on my dad's side, he was more, like, how Daniel was kind of saying, like, my dad made us earn everything that we had, like, school clothes and stuff we would have to babysit or, like, stuff for because he wanted us to, like, know what it felt like to have to work for, like, the stuff that you have. And also with success, I feel like now my mentality is a lot about money, which is, like, really sad because it shouldn't be. But I feel like money literally controls everything in the world. And it's, like, I saw my parents, like, us be... I guess not at the top, but like for our community in Woodburn, like, you know, we lived in a really nice neighborhood and we did this. And then I remember like when the recession hit, like literally we lost like everything. And I remember like my dad, even like losing his job that he worked at for like over 15 years, like literally working like taxi, like to make money for our family. My mom working at a bistro when she worked like in the mortgage, like for so long. And I remember that. And I felt like that's what pushed me to like, never like to always be working hard and I remember like literally and at this point that my parents are at right now it's like I'm just like I always tell Rika and I'm always like damn like literally my parents lost everything I was like and literally like where it's like we literally had to like be borrowing money like to move out of our house because our house was getting foreclosed like you know all this stuff and it was really hard because my my dad was always like working two jobs and like all this stuff so I remember then I always like tell Rika I'm like that's why I feel like I'm always like trying like money literally is like something that's almost like a prize yeah and i and that's from your experiences yeah which they make it makes sense like Mm. you know if i were to go through the same experiences as as you've gone through then yeah like i would feel the same way um 
Yeah. It humbles you. Because you literally experience, like you said, it's like maybe not to where you would classify like we're rich, but it's Mm. like you guys, like you said, you experience both. Like literally the struggle of your parents picking up jobs that they probably didn't think they would have to do anymore. Yeah. And doing that. So. And it was hard because I remember like I used to be complaining like when I would want to go with my friends and I'd be like, can I have five bucks? And my mom would be like, no, we don't have money. Or like my sister was working at the mall. My mom would ask my sister for gas money. Like, you know, like when you're as a little kid, you don't notice those things. But it's like when I think about it now, I'm like, holy shit. Like sometimes you really do need that 10 bucks for gas or like whatever. Yeah. And it makes me really sad. And it's like to this day, like my parents are constantly like pushing me and Rico. And it's not to say that they think that like, we're like doing bad we're like we ain't shit type of thing but it's like my parents are pushing us because they don't want us to like struggle to stay at this like spot where we feel like we're kind of stuck like they're always just like pushing us like you know like you don't want to live your life like just to grow basically Mm -hmm. yeah and it's crazy because like how you said you didn't have luxury right Mm -hmm. stuff but you had something yeah and then for it to be taken away from you like that in a blink of an eye and that shit can happen to anybody yeah Yeah. and not only that but it's like your health like one day you can literally walk outside and some shit can happen and then you can be paralyzed or something Mm -hmm. like i don't think we value really like what we have at the moment because that's like we didn't lose our house but (coughs) we my dad lost his job like he literally Mm -hmm. got fired for no like for no reason like they blamed him for some stupid shit and he lost his job and this was around the time when I was going to school so I wasn't living at home mm-hmm. so I didn't get to literally hands-on see the struggle or go through it but my dad is so prideful he like they had to go ask for food stamps they went to ask for like rent assistance like for the mortgage and, and stuff that was and, hard like, for him, and huh? that was hard for him and I was like to me it was like oh fuck like out of sight out of mind but like I knew how much it was struggling but to me it was like the way I get to do it now is like focus on school and do my shit. So I never once had to ask them for shit. Like mm-hmm. for like, the, to, like to not be another burden. Yeah. For them. To, uh-huh, the time. Exactly. That's why I was like wor- working three jobs, going to school full time and like doing everything I had to do because I don't want them to feel like I needed their help because they yeah. already had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. No. So I definitely like, it, it it's can crazy, happen but anybody. the struggle, like, cause mm-hmm. it, again, like my parents are both from Mexico and it's like coming from, not really having the opportunities like or the financial means to really be where they wanted to be yeah it's like just having been at that point literally makes you work so fucking hard because that's another thing that like for me like I definitely got like from my dad I could say he's like the hardest working person that I know yeah so it's like I definitely have gotten like work ethic from him like for me it's like I have a hard time measuring success at work because I end up getting stressed out about becoming so fucking good at my job. And then when I become so fucking, yeah, then I get bored. And then I'm like, okay, I could do my job in five hours a day now. And now I'm like, I have to pretend that I'm busy kind of thing. Yeah. And then now I feel like I'm not looking like I'm as good at, as I really am at it. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It just becomes stressful. And I'm just like, fuck, this is where I got to be my own boss. Like, well, maybe you should like, have you tried talking to your boss and just being like, Hey, you know, like I, I did everything I need to do. Like, is there anything, any more responsibilities? But see, then I kind of struggle with that too, because I feel like ever since I got out of college, I was at a job where it was really, really demanding and I got super fucking good at it. And then again, it was just like more, more, more. more. And then I'm like, wait, is it fair that I work harder just because I'm better at it? 
yeah, and still get paid the same. It's like, no. So after I was working so many hours and like being on salary and I wasn't getting any more money, like after I left that job, I was like, I'm never fucking doing that again. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know shit to any corporation or to anybody else. That's not myself. So it's like, I, I try not to do that. Cause I'm like, if somebody else had different work ethic, that was in my position they would be taking the eight hours a day to do the job for the same pay. Mm-hmm. So do I want to put more on my plate simply because I'm good at my job? Like that, is that really like a reward or is that kind of a punishment? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Cause I was actually talking to RJ about that the other day and I'm like, I have a hard time with stuff at work. Like right now, like when things get slower stuff, cause I'm like, I start stressing about but take, it, but then I'm like, now that, just yeah, now that you're pregnant, like take the time because once the baby comes, you're probably going to want to spend more time with the baby. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you never know. Like, yeah. you might. But the only thing that makes it stressful is like, I could get so good, but I still got to spend the same eight hours at the fucking job. So that's the part that, that makes it hard. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? My suggestion, and you can take it or leave it, would be just like talking to your boss and just be like, hey, you know, can I get paid for the eight hours or whatever if I'm getting my shit done at five but yeah. only work the five hours? In an ideal world. <laughs> That would be ideal, but it's like the right answer would be like, we can find something for you to do. <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, you're bored. Nah, we'll we'll see because I do have to figure shit out. Just you know. Um. Anyways, I feel like I got tired, <laughs> but it was still tied to success because I feel like again there are so many different areas. Like, yeah, I yeah. guess it depends. Well, so we are kind of getting at the end to the end of our episode. Um, I guess for the next question for this upcoming week, we want to ask, we're going to talk about it a little bit here. Um, so the next question is, when is it okay to settle? And this can literally mean in love, in jobs, anything in life. Yeah. Right? So sometimes like if our question's too gen, like too general, or like too broad, too no. broad, you could literally yeah. just... Everybody, however you interpret it, is totally fine with us. Because you can always message message us and like ask us if we're yeah. not being clear. like we'll try to give examples so you kind of think like you know you can answer mm-hmm. based on like what we would want, I guess, to get the response mm-hmm. for. But at the same time, sometimes when it's general and you think about something that we wouldn't think about, then it just opens our mind to you know to consider some, yeah. that or like consider those points of especially view. for more like to a specific question there's going to be a, some people that don't can't relate to that specific question so they just won't answer so i feel like we sometimes keep it broad so then you can kind of put your input to like a mm-hmm. specific thing that you want to say yeah like just tie it you mm-hmm. can make it personal and it's yeah. like again we don't put anybody on blast or mention anybody names, names. Yeah. so mm-hmm. whatever you guys want to respond with but yeah so basically around settling Mm-hmm. like when is it good and i guess when is it not yeah mm-hmm. you know yep that's so true. let us know what you guys think or if you guys want to give us examples of a situation where you felt like you had to settle or maybe times where you were like i refuse to settle mm-hmm. i feel like my settling always had to come with like fast food <laughs> like you know when you're in that whole I'll car ride mad like really what do you want to eat and about. then you're like choose whatever and then they say something you're like nah <laughs> and then you end up having to settle for whatever the fuck they want so that's literally me <laughs> no and we were just talking about i don't know like you know there's a lot of a huge hype with like in and out yeah you yeah. guys know or wherever you're listening from so here like five minutes from where i live they open an in and out and it's honestly been super hyped up but it's also like i think the burgers are good i feel yeah. like mm-hmm. the burgers are good okay um 
And we've been having to wait. Debbie's the only one who hasn't gone. Home. Yeah, I haven't gone. Yeah. <laughs> but last time RJ and I went, it's like that shit was two and a half hours to get the fucking burger. But that sounds kind of good right now. You know, <laughs> I'm going to these for life because I've ate there six times since. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been there. But I've been wanting to go. So if, so if you, any of our listeners go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, I even thought about going and like buying extra burgers and then going yeah. to the end of the line. And being like selling them, selling them. Like I feel like why not though? Like it'd save yeah. you time. If any of you two bitches go, better. I'm ask selling me. them to you too. <laughs> well, you like you were working far, like you Bitch, know. Now I'm close. Hey. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, we are gonna go ahead and our last little segment, which is which is gonna be like a permanent segment that we're gonna have every single episode. We're gonna mention a question. We are going to wrap up our episode with a what if question. And it's just meant to like kind of get you thinking. It's nothing too deep. Nothing, nothing too like serious. That. Nothing too serious. Um, but the question for this episode is, and we'll each answer. If you were required by law to get a full body tattoo, what would you get tattooed over your entire body? Do you guys think this includes your face? No. So it would have to be like one on flowing tattoo or whatever. Because you could say it's it's your body, your choice, girl. You get what I mean? Like, could it be like a sleeve idea or would it have to be like one? like No, bitch, not your face. If you're eating like the V-head, it would be like your V-head on your Gigi's and like the bottom (laughs) part of like the roses on your feet. Like, would it have to be? It could be anything you want. However you want to interpret it because this doesn't come with you. What's that one fucking the show? Prison. Uh, prison break. Yes. I'll do whatever he did to his body. I'll do it to mine. <laughs> the fucking- I think that if I did, um, because I always I don't have any tattoos. I think I've mentioned that before. Boring. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like Kim Kardashian. Would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> okay, Debbie's mad. At the end of the day, that bitch is Debbie gonna sell like for less money than in the beginning. <laughs> She's what? At the end of the day, the Benz is going to sell for less money. Than I you. said Bentley, bitch. Okay, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have any tattoos, but I feel like I always wanted a sleeve. Mm-hmm. Just like Segun, you know, I'd be down one day. But I feel like I would just do... I would probably just keep it like kind of tied to nature. And I would probably do like some type of like different flower variation thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I take yeah. my back? That was what I was going for originally. <laughs> then my tattoo, tattoo then to be like other stuff. Um, no, V actually kind of has something going like I, that. Well, I mean, I have like, I only have tattoos like on my arm, but not like the rest of my body because it's like, yeah, I don't know. I've that just never be been that I always size. forget that you have like, yeah. Um, if I could tattoo anything, it probably would just like, so like my vision of life before I die would to be have like both of my arms done, my one of my legs, like my thighs, and then like my stomach. That would probably be like a tattoo, like would be like my whole stomach. But what would it be though? <laughs> it would honestly be like, <laughs> I really like like calligraphy. So it would be something with like calligraphy and then still kind of do like. Like writing? <laughs> yeah. What? what? And no, it's not one of the. Cause I feel no, like every, this is throwing shade to De- Debbie, but every girl has like that tattoo on her rib that's like the script. Like I literally can name like fifty girls that I went to school with that have a script tattoo, and it's like I wouldn't do that, but I would do like my whole stomach. Fuck you. 
and it would kind of like flow. That'd be like attack. Wow. Right okay, I no, thought I this care. like what if the question was gonna be like li- like you know just like a chill little moment, <laughs> but bitches be throwing shade. <laughs> well, we talking shit. No, um, yeah. I mean, mine would just be I don't know. Actually, this is really hard because I really like the prison break like ha- tattoo. How like everything has like a symbol and like he and- has like full body like. Mm-hmm. Everything. So I think that like Does this mean Debbie's about to commit a crime so she could break out of jail? <laughs> no, no. But I think I would go with like I don't know, like nature stuff like you, like with the flowers. Cause I, I have a flower and I have a bird, but it's like I don't know how that would I would want trees, like mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I mean obviously it'd have things. to be like I'm not saying bring out your sketchbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like mine would be like kind of tied to like Cause I mean, I have like flower. That was yeah, my yeah. theme originally for like my arm, but like mine's kind of just like things that have to do with my life. Like I like my tattoos that have like somewhat of like a mean. Like I'm not gonna see like some random shim be like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like or I like feel your like, favorite yeah. character, and then like yeah, yeah. you kind of want them to flow. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense, and um, that makes sense. And I think that um, like the nature thing, like it's honestly just because I don't have tattoos, and it'd be like really easy to just yeah. go and go with it. And especially considering your whole entire fucking body. Mm. Yeah. You know, like it would there was like get a this polar like bear. <laughs> funny quick story. Can we go into like a quick story? Yes. Or does that have to be we what if always... and then don't answer? <laughs> you know, okay. you this is our platform. So we can do story. what we want. So on my spine, like I really want to get like my last name and like old English type on my spine, right? So I told Rick, I'm like, yes, like this is what I want. Like I'm gonna get my last name. And he's like, yeah, babe, like you should do it. No, 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 this stuff. Like how much would it cost? So I'm like literally telling him, like, yeah, they charge this much per letter. And he's like, that doesn't make sense. Like your last name doesn't have that many letters. I'm like, yes, it does. I'm like, sent him like I'm like Aguilar, like that has enough letters. He's like, oh, he's like, I thought you would have got Lopez. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? He's like, well, you're going to be married. Like, why would you have your last name? And then your last name is something else. I'm like, the point is, is like Aguilar is like my my first last name. And I'm like, I would never fucking get like a Lopez tattoo like on my back. Like, and he was like, oh, then I don't think you should get it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. He's all down to put the lab boy. That's so funny. Make doing the math of the five layers. Why you don't have that many? Dude, that's fucking funny. You know what? I just had another idea for like a full body thing. Mm. If you do something tied with like space or astrology, would also be really oh, cool. Yeah. So hit me up if you want me to sketch anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Little fucked up stars. Actually, Tanya's pretty good at drawing. You know, like even the girls wild, get like their nipples like tattooed like as shapes. I've actually seen like a guy in Washington like made a girl's like nipples into like heart shapes. You can do like flowers and stuff. Isn't that weird? That is weird. They like that tattoo like weird. the skin of like your nipple. Like the areola or do they actually do the I nipple nipple too? The circle thing around uh, like the, the part that your kids suck when on. When the baby's on. Like, <laughs> the part that your kids suck on. I'm sure it's That's just your That's the kids. nipple. <laughs> Every go to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not so. denying nothing. <laughs> Uh, really quickly make sure that you subscribe make sure that you listen to our episodes share with all your friends follow us on Instagram yes underscore Reinas del Chisme follow us on Twitter Reinas DL Chisme so stay tuned hope everyone has a great week talk to you guys later bye hasta luego ah!